Happy new school year, everyone. I'm excited to be back with teachers and students, and I'm so thrilled to see all the learning and action in the classrooms in all three schools over the last three weeks. This is our first EPSD PD podcast of the year. This podcast was originally created and intended for hardworking teachers in Estes Park School District with the intention to enlighten, inspire, or just spark conversation and curiosity about teaching and learning for professional learning purposes. I've received feedback, though, that this podcast is also valued by parents, school board members, community members, and students to listen to because it also gives you some insight to what our busy teachers are up to and the great learning that's happening all throughout our district. Our teachers are transforming some of their traditional educational practices in order to prepare our students to succeed in our rapidly changing knowledge economy. What's valued today for our new graduates is not so much what knowledge they have, but the ability for them to gain new knowledge. So what topic are we kicking this school year off with? Well, since the year has just started, teachers and students alike are busy writing goals in the classroom. So our first episode today is about goal writing. Today's episode is about transforming goals to be more meaningful, passionate, and motivational, and find creative ways to collect evidence all along the way. Over the past year, I've heard feedback that our goals have lost their passion. While a goal of let's raise academic scores by 5% by the end of the year is a good goal, it may not be filled with the passion it needs. So I've been digging into ways to put passion back into our goals that we're writing. In this episode, I'll offer up some tips for your goal writing to put the passion back into your goals and find more meaningful ways to measure the success of your goals and your milestones along the way. I'll start with a story. I've always been a longtime lover of music, and I've always wanted to learn to play the guitar. I learned some chords in college, enough to muster through the chords to some of my favorite songs while singing. I even dabbled in writing a few songs of my own. I learned just by finding the songs I liked and then wanted to learn to play them, so I just put in a lot of time to do it. Then I entered the working world, and I found I really didn't have the time to invest in playing anymore. Every year since, I lost more and more of the skills I had developed. New Year's would roll around and I would dig my guitar out of the attic and make a resolution that I was going to play my guitar more. And then it never happened. And I would find that by the end of the year, I was back to losing more skills than I developed. And I'd continue with this meaningless and passionless resolution. Nearly 20 years has gone by now and I still can't play the guitar as well as I did when I was 20 years old. Then I found this new app. I was able to set goals in the app, and my goal was to just play for 10 minutes every day. It reminds me when it's time to play, and it celebrates, and then it gives me these awards and prizes for accomplishments. It sets up missions that I have to accomplish, which are like milestones along the way. It gives me instant feedback if I miss a chord or a beat. I score points, and I earn levels. It's like a video game, and I love it because I'm always trying to improve and do better, and then when I make the milestones and it gives me those awards, it really makes my day. I'm actually progressing for the first time in 20 years with guitar playing, and actually I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I thought to myself, how can I replicate this in my profession? If I set a goal that I want to play more guitar this year, or I want my students to learn more this year, the year will go by and no progress was made. If I set a goal that I want to learn five more songs this year, or I want my students to achieve 5% higher on their academic test this year, I'm getting more specific and closer, but still, where's the passion? I notice some of the elements that the app contains to keep me on progress and passionate about my goal. 
First, it measured my skills right off the bat by having me play chords and rhythms into the app, and then it started on a level where it thought I should start. Well, this was super personalized, and it made me more motivated right off the bat. It has these small little built-in missions along the way that are attainable, and when I complete it, it levels me up, and it gives me a more challenging task. It celebrates me every time I make one of them and complete it. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. It gives me frequent reminders, putting my goal right at the forefront all the time. So I thought, what can I apply from this new app to our goal setting? So here are some tips for getting the passion back into your goal writing and setting goals that you will attain by May of 2020. Tip number one. Make sure it is something you are passionate about and you care about deeply. Don't let someone else write the goal for you or come up with a goal just because you can't think of anything at the moment. Really invest some time up front reflecting about what makes you motivated. After writing your goal, ask yourself these questions. How will I feel when I've completed my goal? How will I feel if I don't complete my goal? If thinking about the prospect of achieving this goal fills you with joy and excitement, and thinking of the prospect of not achieving the goal puts a pit in your stomach, then it is a good goal and you will achieve it. Envision what it will look like in the end when you accomplish this goal. If I envision being able to play my guitar with a room full of other musicians and enjoy the sound we make together, I can see it happen and I want it so badly now that I'll be disappointed if I'm not able to experience that. Now let's relate it to our profession. If I envision that I'm able to celebrate every one of my students and how much they've learned at the end of the year, and I think about what that looks like, and I see each of my students presenting a portfolio of their learning to the class and their parents, and everyone is cheering for them when they finish and applauding how much they have learned. Now, I want that experience so badly for my students that I'll be so disappointed if it doesn't happen. Tip number two, set milestones along the way and level them up, meaning make them more challenging along the way. We are not the only profession struggling with goal writing. I turned to one of my favorite books by the Heath brothers, Dan and Chip Heath, called The Power of Moments. In the book, they talk about why video games are so motivating because you achieve levels, and then when you accomplish that level, you get to level up, and then level up again, and again, and again, always feeling a bigger sense of accomplishment and getting to the next challenge. It reminded me of the app, and so let's do that with our goals. So tip number two is to level up your goals using milestones. Take my guitar playing goal, for example. If I set a goal to play the guitar more, I might have milestones like play my guitar for 10 minutes every day, or learn a new song each month. If I was committed, I'd do it, but how can I change it to level up my milestones to motivate me more? How about play my guitar 10 minutes a day for one whole week? Number two, play a song with a new chord that I've never used. Number three, play a song from the beginning to the end with two or less mistakes. Number four, play a song in front of an audience. Number five, play a song with a group of other musicians with few mistakes. Tip number three, make your milestones passionate. Give them measurements that fill you with pride. Consider my guitar goal. What if I take those same milestones, but now I write them with meaningful measures that will fill me with pride? What if I tweaked those milestones to these? 
complete three missions in the app by playing 10 minutes a day for a week and gain my reward on my guitar practice app. Milestone number two, get a compliment from my husband that my playing sounds really good rather than have him shut the door to the room so he can't hear me. Milestone number three, record myself playing a song and play it back and feel good about it because it has less than two mistakes. Milestone number four, play one new song for someone else and see them smile. Milestone number five, a live audience applauds after I play a song from memory without looking at any music. Milestone number six, play a brand new song that I've never seen before with other musicians and produce a beautiful sound that makes us all smile. See how those milestones are different? Now, let's consider the goal of increasing student achievement by 5%. And let's take a look at tip two and tip three. How might we level up those milestones for a goal like that and make those milestones meaningful and full of pride and passion? What if those milestones looked like this? Milestone number one, have a student tell me how much they learned or that they did something they never thought they could do. For example, I learned so much, Miss Bodie, I never thought I could add fractions and look at what I did. Milestone number two, go a full week without any students commenting that they don't like school or that they're bored. That's a win. Number three, see one of my students with a disability celebrate after a big accomplishment in class. Milestone number four, compare a sample of student work from August with a sample of student work from October and celebrate the improvements with my students. Number five, hear a student turn a negative self-talk comment about themselves into a positive one. For example, a student turns a comment like, I'm bad at math, to a comment like, I'm getting much better at math. Number six, see one of my English language learners get over a learning barrier independently and smile with pride. Number seven, receive a compliment from my evaluator after they walk through my room. Number eight, receive a glowing thank you from a parent for how much they feel their son or daughter is learning in class. Milestone number nine, host a mid-year growth celebration with my students in January. Number 10, gather an artifact from every single one of my students of their best work for the year that shows mastery of the content. Develop a classroom portfolio. Number 11, host an end-of-year achievement celebration with my students to celebrate their 5% gain in achievement. Tip number four, every time you reach one of these milestones, treat yourself. Also, share with others that you met the milestone. This is something that you should say out loud and celebrate. Tell your evaluator about it. Definitely share it with your coach. Celebrate with them. Post them and cross them off after you reach them. That feels really good. Decide how you want to celebrate when you reach those milestones. And since you have set those milestones that are passionate and will motivate you, there's going to be an intrinsic award and a sense of accomplishment already. But what gift do you want to give yourself once you've reached them? I'm celebrating with a massage when I can play a brand new song that I've never seen before with others with few mistakes. Tip number five, write your goals down. I mean, don't just write them down, but post them somewhere where you will see them all the time. Make them visual and available for you to see. You can do this digitally too. You could set a reminder on your device to remind you of your goals each week. How about setting your browser to open a Google goal document automatically every time you log into your computer? So every time you open your browser, the first thing you see is your goals. 
This year, I downloaded the Google Chrome extension Boomerang, and I set a reoccurring email to myself with the subject, Hey Ruby, in capital letters, here's your goals. The email gets sent to me every Sunday at 5 p.m., so I start the week opening an email that contains my goals. It gives me some time to reflect on them and check my progress before the week starts so I can prioritize my tasks. Find what works for you, whether it's physically posting them or digitally posting them, giving yourself reminders, but make sure you see them frequently and make them visible. And that's all my tips, but I have one final bonus tip for you that I'll leave you with. Share, share, share your goals with others. Talk about them. Find a colleague who will support your efforts and share in your celebrations. Talk to your instructional coach about your goals. Share your celebrations with your PLC teams or your evaluator. I'll share my goals with you. Check out my newly created blog at epsdpdpodcast.com. epsdpdpodcast.com. There, you can subscribe and get email updates every time I post something new. You can find links to the past podcast episodes. I have uploaded my goals for the school year and the way I've written them to put more passion back into my goals. I've added a link to a goal writing template you can use for your goals, and you can find the five tips from this podcast. Subscribe to epsdpdpodcast.com to find all those resources, and I sure would love it if you'd reply to the blog and share your goal writing experiences, or better yet, share your goals with us. I'd love to hear more ideas for how you're making your goals more meaningful and more passionate and some of the ideas that you're trying. Please share your resources too for the rest of us. Happy goal writing to you and thanks for listening.